Welcome to the Arena Church Podcast. We hope you enjoy the message. You guys did an amazing job. I, I don't know how I can follow that, to be fair. Wasn't that good? You know, what I want to do this morning actually is just really quickly, and we appreciate you all being here, uh, whether you're family or friends or um, you're just, you know, you're a regular, you come here every week, we're just glad that you're here. Um, Christmas is a special time of year. Uh, For so many reasons, Christmas is a special time of year. Uh, But most of all, it's about what we've seen today. It's about celebrating the birth of a baby celebrating the birth of the baby. Did you know that UNICEF tells us that 353,000 babies are born every day? So today, 353,000 babies are getting born. That actually works out to 3,677 babies are going to be born while I'm speaking this morning. So you guys are thinking maybe this is going to be a long one. It's actually not, but 3,677 will be born while I'm speaking. If you do the maths, come to me at the end of the service and I'll give you a prize. But um, so many babies are born. And if you think about just one day, if you times that out by one week and then one month and one year, there's an amazing amount of babies that are are born over the course of a 365-day year. And obviously we can go back years, years, thousands of years, um, but there's one baby that, that was a unique baby. All of those babies that have been born um, were unique, but there's one baby that made a difference, and that is, is Jesus. Jesus made a difference because He's the Son of God, but He's also Himself. He is God the Son, the Son of God and God the Son. So of all of those babies that have been born, there's one baby that made the biggest difference. 2,000 years ago he was born, but we're still talking about him today. You know, one of the big things about babies is that when they're born, we give them names, don't we? We give babies names, and and that's one of the first things we may ask. We may ask it as a boy or a girl, but one of the first things we ask is, what's the baby's name? Names are given because of family names. They're given because of maybe some, maybe dad had a hero and he decided he wanted to call his son after, after his hero. But they're given names for various different reasons. I'm going to embarrass my kids a little bit today. Um, Lucas was given a name. His, his name means, correct me if I'm wrong, it means light, doesn't it? So we're believing that Lucas is going to be, when he walks into the room, he's going to be light in the room. He's going to bring cheerfulness and joy into the room. Max, you know what Max means? It means great. Yeah, great. And little Bella, uh, devoted Isabella, devoted to God. And we're believing that, you know, for, for our kids, the names were given with a reason. We're believing that, that Bella's going to grow up and she is going to devote herself to God. Names have meanings. Names are important. Um, I remember, names can also sometimes be prophetic in a way, that somebody's given a name and they become what that name means. And, and I remember growing up and there was a guy in my school um, called Knowledge. That was his name, Knowledge. And let me tell you, um, it's no coincidence that Knowledge was actually the most intelligent guy in the school. He was like the top scholar, was called Knowledge. And so, so often, I don't know how that worked. I don't know if his parents decided, they saw a glint in this kid's eye and decided, this, is, this kid's something special. But, but he, he became that name. And of course, Jesus was given names too. But um, I want to just 
for a moment focus on a, a small one verse of scripture in Isaiah 9 verse 6. And that's going to come up on the screen. Um, a verse that was written or it was, it was written well before Jesus' time. It was in fact seven to eight hundred years before Jesus was born. Um, the prophet Isaiah said this. For a child is born to us, a son is given to us, and the government will rest on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Four amazing names. And in fact, this is one of the, the verses we probably most think of at Christmas time. It's a beautiful verse, written seven to eight hundred years, as I said, before Jesus was ever born. A, a verse of prophecy. Of these names or these things that Jesus was called. Um, and, and I just want to touch on those really quickly today. Um, first of all, wonderful counselor. It's a big word. Uh, what does it mean? Well, it speaks about wisdom. Is that Jesus is wisdom. Jesus is incomprehensible wisdom. So in other words, wonderful is a word that we use so loosely. But the wisdom of God is beyond our human thoughts. Because you see, he tells us to do things that maybe wouldn't normally do in our logic. He provides incomprehensible wisdom. So here's a, here's a question for you kids, right? If one of your friends at school comes and gives you a hard time and punches you, what, what do you think you should do? Turn? Walk away and tell an adult? That's a good, good answer. Any other thoughts? Tell your teacher, that's right. Lucas? Uh, tell any other what you trust. That's right. Those, those are all good answers. You know what the Bible actually says? Is that we should also pray for those that persecute us. Pray for those that give us a hard time. And so this is an example of like God's wisdom that goes beyond. That's the last thing we would expect to do, wouldn't we? And all these things are good. Like, yeah, you should, you know, you should obviously tell an adult in some circumstances, and that's good. But the Bible tells us we should have such a heart, a soft heart, that we should actually pray for those that give us a hard time. You see, the the, the wisdom of God, the the wonderful Counselor, He's so far above any logic. Uh, and whether you're a child or you're an adult today. Um, believe this, that the, the wisdom of God may be incomprehensible. Maybe we can't understand it, but it's good, it's reliable, and it will be applied in your life and pull you through if you, if you take heed of His wisdom. The wonderful counselor, but He's also called the mighty God. You see, not only is He wise, but He's powerful as well. I have a wise dad. Lucas, do you have a wise dad too? He's got a wise dad too. Um, so I have a wise dad and I'm so blessed that, you know, my dad, I can go to him. I, I can call him up. I can Skype him. I can ask for advice. He is in a sense a wise counselor, not obviously on the same level as Jesus, but he provides me with wisdom. But you see where my dad falls short is that he doesn't have the power to help me. Uh, in, he can provide me with wisdom, but that's where it stops. I'm here in, in England and he's in South Africa. And when he provides me with that wise wisdom, I just need to get on and, and, and do it myself. But Jesus is different in that he's not only a wise counselor, but he, he's also a mighty God. He's a God that empowers us to do things. So although it may be hard when you're really cross with that, with that kid who's, who's given you a hard time at school, if you ask God to help you, 
He can help you to have love. Uh, he can help you and give you the power to be able to pray for that uh, child uh, or whoever it may be. He's an awesome father. Um, he's, a, he's, a, he's a mighty God and he provides us with power as well. He's our creator. And we believe that the supernatural can still happen with our God. But also he's an everlasting father. Um, it talks about security, doesn't it? A, a, a good father, a good, good father will provide security, provide protection, provide provision, nurturing. I spoke about my dad. Well, you know what? My dad is not going to be everlasting. He's not going to be eternal. But there is a God who is everlasting. There is a father who is everlasting, who will last forever. Even when your own dad lets you down, God will never let you down. He is an everlasting father. But it also says that he's a prince of peace. A prince of peace provides us with assurance, provides us with peace in, in, in hard times. You see, it's not necessarily just talking about violence and wars because there's so much violence and wars going on in our, in our world still. Um, but most importantly, he provides us with peace between God and ourselves. He provi- provides us with peace in our hearts. Peace in our hearts. And there will be a time when he will return and he will reign over a peaceful kingdom. Uh, we believe that that's not yet come to pass. But he is also a prince of peace. You see, this morning we celebrate Christmas. And I don't know what you guys most love about Christmas. Who, what do you most love about Christmas? Me. Put you on the spot there. It, let me not put you on the spot. Who, Lucas. Family. Family, that's a good answer. Anyone else? God. That's a good answer. Having all my family. Having family around, yeah? God. God, that's a great answer. So, you know what? If you like, whatever you like about Christmas, the the Christmas trees, these decorations here are great. I love them. Um, The tinsel out the front and the lights out the front. Um, Those things are going to end, I hate to tell you, but in about two weeks' time, you're going to be taking down the Christmas tree, maybe even before that. All the presents will be open. You'll just have to actually put all the the wrapping paper in the bin. The presents hopefully will still be there, not broken yet, right? But Christmas is going to end. But the thing is that this baby Jesus can be here forever. The baby Jesus that we've read about, the wonderful counselor, the mighty God, the everlasting father, the prince of peace. If you meet him this Christmas, he will be here forever. He will change your life forever. Um, You know, it's wonderful because if you are needing wisdom, if you're confused and needing help, yes, he is the wonderful counselor. If you're weak and defeated and, and things are just overwhelming, he's the mighty God with power. If, you, if you're insecure and alone, uh, he's the everlasting father who provides you that security. If you're restless and worried and in turmoil inside, then he is the prince of peace. I love that verse. Um, and uh, I know it's, it's spoken to me a lot over this Christmas season because he's called so many things because it's in his nature. It's in his nature. All of these attributes.